Hey, hey, hey. Did you know one of the number one growing things in the world is chicken? No, I'm kidding. One of the number one things in the world is actually awareness of your mental capacity and spiritual connection. So have you been wondering about, you know, what am I feeling? How come I'm over emotional? Why am I still stuck? How do I live out of this? Well, I can't tell you all, but I can definitely walk with you and show you what I've gotten through. I want to invite you into enrollment with us in Renewed Minds, a spiritual coaching base where we seek the Father for his understanding and help each individual client reach their transformation. Now, we don't promise transformation to each client because, of course, we are not God. We are just messengers and servants. But what we can do is help you identify the steps to your transition. And we would love to help you and walk you into your transformation. Well, of course, it's none other than Coach Q, and I'm going to do my own ads. And this is the one and only Renewed and Reminded Godly Podcast. We thank you for sponsoring your Coach Q. And we look forward to many of you that need a business highlight, a special, or anything like that. So, again, this is Renewed Minds. You guys can catch us on our website right here through Anchor, or you can message us personally through Facebook and even on Instagram. All right. And once the website is up, of course, go ahead and collect yourself a candle and a soap. That's right. The shop is open, renewed and reminded. Special collection of candles and soaps are open. Our candles and soaps have their shipping fee applied. And if you're local, you can even get yours delivered. We do everything with gloves and safety, right? And we want to make sure that we pray over what we give you because everything we do is in decency and in order. So without further Further ado, enjoy this episode. Welcome, welcome, family. Welcome, friends, to our Renewed and Reminded Godly podcast. We want to make sure you guys stay locked in. We're doing our Tranquility Water Series, Tranquility Water Series. And we're so excited. This is your co-host, Becky. And this is Juanita, guys. I am your host here. And we are so excited to get into this topic. You're going to really enjoy this one. Awesome, guys. So as a review, you know, stay tuned, stay locked, stay loaded into our um, series here. We've had several different episodes talking about tranquility waters and what does that mean? And so we want you guys to understand that we're at the point of talking about identifying the waves of life, the different storms or the different circumstances, the different challenges that come through life, okay? And before we get into that, we do wanna have um, um, a word of prayer and we wanna go ahead and enrich you guys with a moment uh, talking to the Lord. So God, we thank you this evening. We thank you this morning, this afternoon, wherever our friends and family are. We ask, Lord, that you come right into this atmosphere. Help us to direct, you direct our path, you direct our words, and let something bless somebody's life today, bless ourselves in the process, and most of all, bless you. Because we lift you up, Lord. We lift you up high where you belong, God. No other name is above thy name, God. No other man or woman is above thy name. No other gods, false gods. You are the true living God, God. And we thank you for your presence in our lives and our friends and families and our listeners out there today. Restore 
And we pray the best is yet to come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to get started with identifying the waves of life. Okay. So we're going to take four steps with this. My four steps are identifying um, actual waves in the ocean. Right, so we're going to go right into identifying the first wave that I'd like to talk about. And this wave is called the wind wave in the ocean. Okay. And again, tie this into the concept that we're talking about with things that happen to us in life that can stir us up. This is what we're talking about right now, identifying the waves. So a wind wave is a result of the wind blowing over the surface of the ocean but did you know that that wind can travel and that wave can travel thousands of miles before it reaches land so take that in take that in breathe that in what does that mean when we're talking about spiritual things well sometimes in life we can have a situation that is way before us way before we were born generational right And so when we're talking about thousands of miles, thousands and thousands of miles, perhaps we're also talking about thousands of years, hundreds of years, centuries before us, decades before us, you know, legacy of sin that's been passed down and passed down and passed down. And now it's your turn. It's our turn to break that generational curse. I guarantee you already, I guarantee you have already broken some generational curses in your life by the grace of God. So when we talk about wind waves, that's exactly what we're saying. You know, they can travel so far and then finally meet you where you are on the land or they could be carrying you all the way through this pain, all the way through these emotions and dysfunction. And then you finally reach land and you're finally like, oh, that wave is finally over with. I'm done with that trouble. You know, trouble doesn't last always, but it is bound to happen in this life. This is a physical life or spiritual beings, but we're having a physical experience. things uh when you start pressing in a little heavier on topics that make sense for people to hear uh, there's gonna be friction and so um you know of course we're gonna go through something right that's that's not um disputable you got you got to go through some type of friction to know to even be grateful for what you own and have um and that's why the waves are necessary um but it's how do you embrace or how do you face those things um because yeah i would say you know you're talking and listening to two people who are the curse breakers you know there's many things that we face that we did not repeat we've seen them and they were right there before us but we said you know we choose not amen we choose not and so guys um when we talk about the wind wave that's just it it's the winds of life that push you through um and when i'm saying pushing you through sometimes you're just being carried along and you're like wait a minute what's happening here I have no control. I feel like I have no ability to know what's happening next. 
And that's exactly what life is. You know what I'm saying? But like my sister was saying, how do you choose to deal with that? When you're on a wave, you know, sometimes people get sick, family members or different friends or different things happen that are unexpected. And you're like, this is just a wave of life that I just wish would just be done by now. Mm. And so God is saying, you know, sometimes it's necessary. It's always necessary, he's saying, because it's going to build you up for whatever is coming up next. Whatever he has for you, you need to be equipped with it. Sometimes it takes pain to become equipped to birth that flower or that ministry or whatever it is that God is trying to birth out of you. And so the next thing I'd like to go into with the wind waves are some Bible verses that can help you guys through the wind waves. If you're if you're going through something that just seems like it's just pushing you and you're going faster and faster. And it's like, God, when am I going to get a break here? One thing after another. Hebrews 12, one through three. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on jesus the pioneer the perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorching its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Amen. How does that speak to you, sis? Amen. It, it shows words, but in reality, there's actions to long-suffering. Mm-hmm. And that is encouragement to know that in long-suffering, that the patience and character that you build is what is the main point. It's not the achievement at the end, and it's not the goal that you desire at the beginning but it's the character and decisions you have to make during that process gives you the satisfaction of who you will be on the other side. So true. So true. I could not agree with you even more. God has given us his word, guys. The more we get into it, the more our lives are enriched. I find myself being able to deal with conflict better now too, as I'm reading God's word more and even just participating in my sister's uh, podcast. You know, we're getting up early, we're getting up throughout the day, or we're not getting up, we're already up, but we're, you know, taking time throughout our day to record and to um, make sure we hasten ourselves to the Lord. And to me, it's allowing me to slow my thinking down, to not just start talking off of impulse if something upsets me, okay? So that's why we're encouraging you. When you're going through these waves, these wind waves of life, you have got to go ahead and fix your eyes on the cross, fix your eyes on Jesus, fix your heart so that you can be led the right direction after that wind is over, after that wave is over, because trouble doesn't last all waves. And so I got one more thing for you here with this verse. This is Colossians chapter one, verses 10 through 11. So that you may live a life worthy of the word, worthy of the Lord, excuse me, and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience. So I give you this verse again, because you guys in this life that we're living, we're gonna need endurance. We're gonna need patience. And it's like I said, I keep we keep saying, re- reiterating the same things. It's not from our own will. It's not from our own power. Right, sis? 
exactly and again if you've been listening um because you know we have those faithful listeners you know i i that is how we increase every week because of the faithful listeners on the podcast you guys know that tranquil and tranquility are not the same thing yes um webster way but not spiritually becky and Juanita way okay when i talk about webster or oxford we're talking about biblical principle and tranquility waters way when you do it your way it's going to be temporary it's going to be limited it's going to have all the odds stacked up against it and guess what they're going to fall because it's you doing it by yourself tranquility is when god is in control he's the governor he's the mayor he's he's doing everything even had the nerve to tell you to just listen and all you have to do is do it (laughs) just do it okay um because he is god and he knows what's best for you he told you that he has plans to prosper you um and he knew you before you were born so um i would love to just go into you know how do waves even form because that's kind of you know we if we're standing in the water you say oh what is this coming before me it's a wave well how do they form so let's just look into that real quick what do you think about that I think that's perfect. Yeah, because it's really important because, you know, have you ever seen somebody from a distance that you can tell their energy? Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. (laughs) And you're like, ooh, I don't want this person to come over here and say something to me. And what do they do? (laughs) Come right over there where you at and say something to you and want you to agree on whatever it is. And it's like a wave. If it's a negative person or a negative entity of what's happening there and they're, hey, did you see what happened? They want you to comment and, and jump in. and, Well, what do you think I should do? that creates energy and it pushes past the surface of you and it can influence you to be like it or to resist it well that's pretty much how a wave is (laughs) a wave is forced by the wind and that friction creates a passive um vibration or friction in the water and it begins to create a crust that's that's that big old sea that people surf in but as it begins it first starts with energy of the wind um And just like that example we talked about with somebody coming close to us with something and, you know, it could be something good. You know, oh, what are you crying about? I just passed my test. That slowly sweeps us over. We're like, wow, I'm excited for you. Um, And being wave minded, you know, being in that wave mindset, you got to know there's two ways that waves can be actually created. It's the wind, right? And then there's the surface. Both of them work together, but there's two different types. So to create a wind wave you need the wind it's essential the only problem with that is that the wind has no type of uh, measure and you don't know what direction it's going to come from you have to be mindful and alert and aware of where you're at and where that wind is coming if you've ever been in a boat and a boat that has a sail you have to know how to read the wind otherwise you will be out there and the wind is going to work against your boat you might turn around and you might flip over you might it might not work for you because you're not reading the wind as well as you need to because that's the only way the boat can move is if the wind pushes that boat now we have automatic boats you know the cool stuff with the with the motors and stuff now those don't need wind those run off of the surface so there are surface waves as well those surface waves are built from the displacement of the wind so that's pretty much how you can see uh, if you're at a lake and you're swimming and somebody got a boat way out there, you see these little bitty waves coming in. It's from the boat motor underneath the surface that creates friction and disturbance and that builds up. And once it gets to the shore, it looks like it's a little bit bigger, right? Everybody's like, oh, yay, look at me. I'm in the way. Okay, but way down there, it's much bigger. And as it increases to the surface, it gets smaller and smaller because it's a surface wave. 
um, and that's pretty much how they are created. You know, it's a circular motion, which is really important to point out because how many of us are sick and tired of cycles? <laughs> I am so tired. And you, what? How did this? How did I get here? Well, let's look at the root. Okay, the root started with maybe you didn't feel accepted, and that cycle began way somewhere in that water of tranquil, and you kept figuring it out, but you never stopped it. So now you move it into tranquility. And you still got pieces still trying to be satisfied in another life of yourself. You know, it's pieces that you wrestling with yourself in. It's a cycle. You have to break those things. And again, with the surface wave, it's continuously moving. Same thing with the wind. The wind is continuously moving. And that's why it's important for you guys to understand. You have to get to something that is substance. Um, and that's God. And in those things that do blow, like the wind, and those things that constantly move, like the surface of the water, God is a anchor in those areas. So no matter what hits you, you're still anchored. What do you think about that, Beck? Amen. Amen. I, I totally agree, sis. I mean, he is the foundation. He is the anchor, which we should be steadfast held on to. And so when we talk about how waves are created, um, again, we're going to draw your attention to those types of waves. So we know how they're created. There's a circular um, motion that's created through the friction of the wind and the water, right? So we talked about the wind wave, right? It goes right into it. The wind wave is wind that blows the water into a wave and it can go for thousands of miles. And so the next one I'd like to talk about is the swell wave. Now the swell wave is a gravity wave similar to exactly what Quanita was talking about. It's a gravity wave on the ocean that actually loses its momentum. It stops growing and it is sustained. It's, excuse me, it's no longer sustained by the wind. So this to me is when you have a trouble in your life and all of a sudden it starts to grow out. It starts to go away. It's no longer sustained. But there are times when we start to add things to our life that we say, oh, I want this dead thing alive. You know, that way gone. God has broken that off of your life. He's broken that off of your family. That generational curse is broken. You broke that. But yet here you come back two months later, two years later, trying to gravitate back to that generational curse. No, ma'am. No, sir. OK, so to me, I like to equate the swell wave is waves that no longer have any substance. They no longer have any foundation in your life. They no longer have any pull in your life. They can't pull you and sway you any way they want to. But you yourself are to that, trying to add to that wave and figure that wave out. That's not going to work. That wave is dead. When something is dead, it is dead. Some things we just try to uproot. We've tried to pull back alive when that thing is dead, it's burnt out. And there's situations that we all can relate to. It could be relationships, it could be careers or jobs. It could be even you trying to be an entrepreneur and you trying to say, you know what, I'm so dependent on the system, I'm gonna go back to a career. No, you, you God has called you out. He's called you to be separate. So keep going on your journey of entrepreneurship, although it's hard, it's not for everybody, but it's hard and he's put you in that position. Perhaps it's you trying to bring up something from the past. 
leave that thing back where it belongs unless you're talking about it for a testimony leave that thing in the past so the past can't meet you in the future it just doesn't happen they're two opposites so a swell wave what's your thoughts on that sis yeah pretty much what you said you know a swell wave is something i even would say that it um allows you to get confused you know have you ever expected um the water to be cold or hot you know the water's co- it's ice cold but it, it it's suspected because it's a hot day the water would be warm yes it's, it, it reminds me of a day it reminds me of that when i hear swell it looks like oh all is swell you know something like that in that sense of using that word but mm-hmm. it also is reflection of the water to know that you know what this wave that's coming it's it's perceiving to be a certain type of thing to me but let me let me just let me take let me test it and that water is ice cold and nobody gets in the water but everybody's at the beach it, it reminds me of one of those days mm-hmm. okay you packed up everything you're prepared to do that you get there and the water does not respond to you nor the situation because you can't get into it um and it's dead but you're <laughs> but you're packed up and ready to do something but you can't sis you got it girl i mean that word confusion describes that that type of wave because these waves actually can come from different directions Mm -hmm. and they cause crossing swells and a confused sea state so the sea itself is confused my god so what is it when your life becomes so confused that the pieces in your life are confused you're confused i mean you thought you had this thing planned out and everything goes the opposite way. What do you do then? Mm-hmm. Right? You need to have a steadfast foundation, which we were talking about substance in the Lord, relationship with the Lord. He is the only one that can give you that subside of pain, actually alleviate the pain. Not even subside, mm-hmm. it, alleviate the pain. I mean, through time and through renewing your mind. I mean, pain doesn't just drop off. Sometimes that pain, like we said, is necessary. But when I say drop off, I mean that pain is not ruling you anymore. Some stuff is going to be painful, but it doesn't rule you anymore. It doesn't direct your path. It doesn't say, oh, don't go there. Don't talk to that person. Oh, you're not smart enough for that. Oh, you're not strong enough for that. You're not even equipped for that. Forget that. That is not the person that God has designed you to be. Again, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he has put this on you at such a time as this to be where you are right now listening to this podcast for a reason. And so I'm going to read with you or to you Genesis 8:1. God remembered Noah as well as all the wildlife and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. God caused the wind to pass over the earth and the water began to subside. So when you feel like the floods of life, the floods of life are taking you over, God, please remember that God is there. He will cause the wind to pass over you, over the earth, not even just over you, but over what you're in Mm -hmm. so that you can be preserved for what he has for you to do. Amen. And even with that being said, guys, I want to, just show you how good God is and how nature, like we we're just saying that too, nature is so much par- is so parallel to the Bible. And the Bible itself, uh, there's a lot of friction there. But one thing, excuse me, uh, I touched the mic. Uh, one thing is true is that the Bible has evidence to what it speaks about. Um, 
so once we in one of the episodes we talked about clean and dirty or not clean and dirty but dirty and toxic and polluted water and then there was spring fresh water um, I want to point out that the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean there's a region where both of these oceans they touch but they never and never will mix but these are two loose bodies of water and they they are right next to each other and you can look it up I'm gonna be honest with you when I seen this I seen it as a motivational quote somebody had a picture with the oceans in the back of it it said don't be confused I said why would they put that there well because exactly why we're talking about this today you need to identify the waves and you need to know where you are you know these are the stepping stones of what this episode and series is talking about you could be in the Atlantic or the Pacific water but just know that whatever God has called for it not to be mixed into your life it won't be so no matter how much you force it or you want it to be there, God will not allow it to be mixed in because his creation is his creation. And whatever is not his creation is not his creation. And that kind of goes with the scripture that I'm going to tell you right now is Psalms 107 and 29. He says, he caused the storm to be still so that the waves of the sea were hushed. That's the God that we serve. That when he was woken up on that boat, and everyone was fearful and had the opposite of what he had. He said, okay, I'm looking at you guys. And um, my result is not to join you. My result is to actually tell this storm to be quiet. And I'm probably going to go back to sleep. And he didn't do that nonchalantly. He did that in a teaching way to show anybody else that. And then he let us know, greater works will you do. So here it is. Greater work is being done. These two oceans, they work daily. They move daily and they never mix that shows you that we who are believers and those who are looking at Christ saying man I need to get back to God look whatever you're doing you can honestly not mix anymore praise God because the Atlantic and the Pacific are ongoing functioning oceans there's stuff that goes into those things daily and there's things that happen in our life daily but they do not mix and that's proof that you do not have to mix with what you used to do you can become a new thing and that's what makes a human being so powerful because you have the right to change amen you do have the right to change and it's only fair that we give god credit on all parts that he is okay because we're not going to understand all parts i've been saying that throughout this series as well it is not the human mind that can fathom the lord and i'm understanding that i'm just going to build my relationship with what he reveals to me and what i'm seeking after right and it's only fair that we also let you know that if we are trying to be a part of two different worlds, that will be spit out. We cannot mm-hmm. be um, serving the devil and serving the Lord. It doesn't mix. It won't work. And so just so you know, God is a God of correction as well. He's a father of discipline, just like an earthly father who is doing his job. He is much more, you know. So Isaiah 5, 25 For anybody that says, oh, God is a Santa Claus. No, he's not. It says, so the Lord is furious with his people. He lifts his hand and strikes them. The mountains shake. The corpse lie like manure in the middle of the streets. Despite all this, his anger does not subside and his hand is ready to strike again. Now this we don't hear very much of. But, you know, we have to understand that when we're not covered, when we're not under God's, you know, we're not having covenant with him, we're doing our own thing. The, the waves of life can take us over. 
you know, and, and God is going to be, he can be upset with us because we are his children. He's called us to be a part, especially his people. So don't forget that, you know, though we talk about peace, sometimes that peace is going to come with some correction. Have mm-hmm. you ever had your spouse tell you, babe, that kind of hurt my feelings? Have you been a part of that? Have you say, hey, friend, you know, uh, whoever, that didn't sit right well with me. Okay. Well, God does the same thing, but he does it so much greater because he has that power to do so. And we need to, that's why we need to reverence him, respect him and align our lives up to him because first we love him and first he loved us, you know, Mm -hmm. so why would you want to anger a God that has done so much for us? Well, we're humans. We fall short. We can get back up again through his grace, through his mercy. That doesn't mean we keep falling short though, guys, we must make an effort for this salvation we must make an effort for purification because he's given us a day to live a breath in our body once again to try again so why keep using it in willful sin okay you're going to hear me talk about that again willful sin it'll keep you in these cycles my sister was talking about how many how many of you are tired of the cycles just trying to do something but wind up doing something else because the flesh is weak, the spirit is saying, yeah, I can fight this, but yet your flesh is still weak and you're letting your flesh your flesh overtake you. That's the mm-hmm. same thing with these waves. These waves are not meant to overtake you. You must go through the fire, but you're supposed to come off on the other side. Mm-hmm. And the fire and the waves, they're all necessary. Like we talked about, guys, you know, if you thought about um, anything that really does relate to this, you know, God is so good that when Moses and the chosen people were leaving, God did not have them walk through the water. If you've ever read that story, he had the the water split and make land because he know who man is. Man could not survive in the water. <laughs> so the water is necessary and, and the land is necessary. And we haven't even got to. I think that's just pretty much, you know, that's biblical principle right there to end with, too, on the end of the series is that we talk about the land surrounding the water. But that's really good, you know, because they the the Lord split the water for them, yet the water was on both sides. Can you imagine walking in a place that is normally wet and full of water just so you can escape the place that you were in prison in? to go into another place that he promised you and you know do you is your heart ready to receive that that's so deep so Mm -hmm. deep and so I say that not to get off topic but just to say God will do that for you you could be in the middle of um, tranquil water and you're doing it yourself and God will literally make that water so still and all you do is all you see is the ripples of your reflection of what you've done in life and he sees that and you see it finally because you thought you were moving somewhere because the water was moving no the water naturally moves you haven't went anywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. water naturally moves but you have you're still in the same spot because you have not forgiven you have Mm -hmm. not let go you Mm -hmm. have not told the story that God has told you to tell you have not screamed the scream that you needed to when he touched you you have not done the things that you needed to do to get to the next step and how dare you impose to be in clean water fresh spring water when your water is toxic mm-hmm. they don't mix has to be one or the other 
And so God, God, thank you for this podcast. We're going to, we're going to um, keep delivering the best we can, God, because now when we're talking about the wind waves, then we're talking about the swell waves. Now we're going to talk about the wind surges. These are the kind of waves that the wind is, is induced to rise the water level at the coast or the shore of the inland. Okay. So this right here, it has a definite, definite frequency. And if it is close to the tidal frequency, serious, serious flooding can result. So this is a tricky type of wave that will try to overtake you. How many of you have been in a hurricane or a result of flooding due to, um, maybe a, like we said, wind surges, the wind induced rise in the water level at the coast. Somebody lives at the coastline, right? Or the shoreline. And that water is just coming up, coming up, coming up. And you feel like, Lord, I can't take no more. How far is this going to go? I'm getting ready to be engulfed in this water. This is a type of trouble. This is type of trouble water that a lot of people almost don't recover from. But I can tell you many, 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 many have. But this is the kind of water that makes you feel like, am I going to make it? Am I going to survive this situation? This circumstance has hit me to my core. It has stabbed me in my back. It has left me leaking. Those are those kind of situations that are hard to get up off the floor. You're sitting in the bed, maybe for weeks, maybe for days. You never know. Whatever that situation is, it has tried to flood you. Your, your emotions are flooded, overwhelmed. And guys, we speak peace in that moment right now because right here, you know, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the Lord shall do that. Remember the Holy Spirit. We bring in, we're bringing all three pieces together. They're all so important. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit shall lift up a standard. And that tells you right there that God is ready to defend you and defend his people against the overwhelming odds and tribulations of life. And right here, unspeakable evil. That's what's happening right now in the, in the world. Unspeakable, that's why you know it's hard to watch the news. You have to sometimes purge yourself from that media. I tell you that last episode. Sometimes the media is right there knocking on the door to flood you with fear flood you with pain because that crime was just oh you could visualize what they just said sometimes you guys you have to guard your ears and guard your eyes your ear gates your eye gates because even in movies and things like that all of it goes together it is to infiltrate your system with garbage a lot of it is yeah and even with um just um trailing what you just said you know in job it talks about uh, chapter 38 verse 11 and, and if you're available I, I would really say go there because God has a way to speak to your situation individually and when you're studying and you're getting entwined with the spirit and knowing that three is one and the one is three each piece makes sense it says in the amplified bible he said this far you shall come but no further and here your proud wave shall stop now this context is being pulled out of the story in job where there was something coming against the people 
and he literally spoke with his mouth look you've came far enough <laughs> but this is a, this is as far as you're gonna go because i'm giving you a boundary that you're not gonna cross now because i put my word on it see god's word is life his life his the bible is still living word you ever referred that to the you heard living word that's the bible it's a living word if you ever spoke the bible and didn't say your emotion didn't say what you thought didn't say what you felt didn't say what you heard cousin juju said but you just spoke what the bible said something happens there and this is evidence and proof that he literally put a parameter of saying okay god said to say this boom i'm saying this is how far you can go you can go no more it says literally and hear your proud waves that's the wave we was talking about this is a new wave becky just introduced to us some waves you can speak to because you know the word the way you know the word and your faith is in action not in talking but in action the wave has to cease amen amen the wave has to cease and to go along with that jeremiah 29 guys verse 11 for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So again, when we're talking about God being a disciplinary, he's not harming you. His correction doesn't harm you to the point where, you know, there's no turning back. The only time that happens is because you've walked away, you know, mm -hmm. but God says, I have a plan for you and it's to prosper you, not to harm you. And that plan is to give you hope for a future. And that's what we're trying to do, guys, is to it remind you and renew you, renew and remind you that God is not leaving you. Don't turn your back on him. Don't harden your hearts. Walk towards him, especially in these days, God. Guys, this, these days are so unpredictable. We need something and someone, which is our God, to lean on to through these uncertain times. And when things appear to get better, we lean in even more. It is not when just things are horrible. So when mm -hmm. we talk about tranquility, we're talking about peace even in the good times. Do you know that people can have a lavish lifestyle, a beautiful family, a, a, a wonderful career, and still be lacking peace? It looks like everything's put together, but something is still not right. We're talking about peace in the good and the bad, for mm -hmm. better or for worse. Mm -hmm. And I would even challenge you to say, you know, the the only part of worse really exists outside of God, because inside of God, there is no type of worse. There's only those rough lessons that, you know, once you keep listening to us as the series begins to um, release and everything, you know that we talked about water being symbolic to life and it is because when you think about life it's going to have days where that everything's a copacetic and it's in the in the water is just there and then there's days like a tsunami like becky said when the storm comes and guess what when you look back that water is still there um and, and that's how god is he, he uses all of that stuff to begin to make a message for you to tell to save somebody else amen and so with our fourth one guys our fourth type of wave in life is what sis was just talking about the tsunami that's what's next and that's what's the final fourth wave this one is the most serious 
So not only did we have the wind waves that are carried thousands of years, excuse me, thousands of miles, I equated that to the generational curses that come down and pass down and pass down and they meet you when you enter this life. Then we talk about the swell, the swell waves. They no longer have any momentum from the wind, but yet we create a situation where we try to bring them back to life, trying to make it to shore on our own, okay? And then we talked about the winds that are the surge, okay? Now, the tsunami waves. It is the most extreme, longest wave that is caused by a large and sudden displacement of the ocean. Okay, usually an earthquake below or near the ocean floor. Quaking, guys. Just breathe that one in. The earthquaking. I don't know how many of you have been in California or a place that the earthquakes. I haven't. But my soul can kind of feel that thing. That's a scary thing. Everything around you is shaking and you're not moving. Things are falling. Platelets are shifting. Ground is cracking. Water is not overflowing, trying to come up to flood you. This water is toppling over you where everything is submerged in that water. This is something that could be devastating. Absolutely devastating because I don't believe there's much of a warning on this one. Mm-hmm. It can come from all types of direction and their source, sometimes crossing ocean basin, entire ocean basin. So again, that's a whole lot of water being pulled up. This here has to be almost like a life-changing circumstance. Tsunami is equated to a life-changing cert. Things won't be the same, this kind of water right here. Things won't look the same, smell the same, taste the same, be the same, feel the same, embrace the same, nothing. Because those tsunamis, when you hear those stories of those families that have been shaken by the tsunami, the literal natural tsunami, they've lost entire family members, members. They've lost entire villages, or neighborhood, okay? So this is the kind of water that when you look back, not only is that water there, but all the debris, all of the debris is carried with it. Mm. And the tragedy that's within that water, okay? Above surface and below, animals, cattle, people, lands, possessions, etc. So this is where if you're not rooted in Christ, you dang near <laughs> can, you know, do something that's devastating. And that's when we hear about people that are allowing themselves to be tormented by the devil in their mind. Something devastating has happened to them so bad, the trauma of life, that they've developed personality disorder. Okay, or they've developed cutting themselves and, and, and everything else. I'm not going to speak life to it, but you know what people are doing out there to bring damage to themselves. We can speak it. We're real on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You've had have given themselves over to drugs and couldn't raise their children. Drugs and alcohol, promiscuity, just living their lives for themselves and not their children. We've all been a part of some situation where a tsunami has changed the course of your life. Definitely. And even if you go into mental health issues you know one of the biggest ones right now are bipolar Mm -hmm. you know the disorder of bipolar 
and having the extreme mood swings and um you know it's almost like a split personality um and we're not therapists here we're not psychiatrists we're we're normal people making our opinion public and we have every right to do that but we do know that the life of any of us is an individual choice daily that you make so your salvation is just as equal as mine because you have a choice and so do I so we're not here to judge and we're not here to um, put you in a place where we're saying oh they're singling certain people out I'm gonna be honest you know if the shoe fits you can wear it because then that means they're correction and we just told you that God is a God of correction so if anything you should be feeling the fact that I need to really humble myself and go into God's presence and go repent. Because some of this is caused from your own hand. It's not that somebody else has done it either. Some of this is from you doing it. You know, we talked about the toxics that you put in your own water. We talked about the waves um, being created and the waves, how they're formed and the types of waves. But we didn't tell you that you can distribute waves out yet. Yeah, you can't, you know, cause you don't fix you. And so instead of the tsunami being you know, down, like she said, it's a huge wave and a disturbance in the ground. You know, you, you are, your soul and your heart is your ground. And if there's a disturbance or a displace where there's a drop, an earthquake, a heartache, something that didn't work with you, you begin to become that tsunami for someone else. You ever had something go on with you and they ask you, well, what's going on? Leave me alone. What's that? You done messed up their whole day and they're trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? And it, it yeah. happens that fast. It happens that or vice versa. Somebody whole day could be twisting up and you could be ready to play. And it's not t- they're not ready to play yet. They still going in something and you didn't read it properly. And now that tsunami then swallowed you. And now you mad because <laughs> you didn't see it fast enough. Um, and that's all about being aware, being aware of those waves and knowing that the waves do hit. And when they hit again, the anchor is Christ, the word of Christ taking the hit still standing in that hit with all things stand and get an understanding and then still stand (laughs) be still Uh and stand (laughs) then you got to be still and wait you know it's all about patience character long the fruits of the spirit we're gonna get into this i'm telling you don't miss this series (laughs) don't (laughs) miss it exactly and friends and family and listeners i mean we consider you friends and family know that and know that john 16 33 says i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world says jesus so just remember that the troubles have already been paid for The victory is already being won. It is now time for us to step into that with our hand, with Jesus, and moving forward in our lives, no longer letting that trouble from any tsunami, any wind wave, any surge, trouble us to the point where we're not moving forward and making the right progress for ourselves, for our family, for our community. Mm -hmm. And don't even let, you know, um, again, we wanna thank you for listening. But again, don't let the unproductivity of you or the waves of you or the wavelessness, you know, whatever that middle space that you could be feeling like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. The resiliency of to still be enduring and to be uh, tranquil, right? You have resilience in being tranquil, which is you making it yourself. You will not have everlasting uh, joy and passion 
because you will not be able to get rejuvenated doing it that way so again just just let it go let's be honest i ain't gonna hold it just let it go that wavelength will eventually fade out we talked about surface waves she ex- becky explained it the best way she could you can do it yourself go throw a rock in a puddle and watch the ripples happen once the rock hits surface and then it's going to go back to being plain it's not it doesn't re- it doesn't reflect the rock anymore it only hits when it hits it shows so you have to do something to see the action that's what we're trying to say you have to do something in that relationship with god to get the results and for him to have a re- intimate relationship with you and vice versa you carry energy just like the water carries energy just like the wind and whatever you have in you will attract to you and that's kind of what we're going to get into in that next ser- the next episode excuse me um so keep listening oh yeah it's getting it's getting good every moment so We appreciate you guys. And like we've always said, stay blessed and stay encouraged.